All right, Joe, thanks so much. The ALCS postgame show on FS1 presented by Tubi, and away we go. Derek Jeter, David Ortiz, Alex Rodriguez, and the Astros. If they were back in it last night, now we're all new. It's a brand-new series with a route, and Alex Bregman, I think, is coming right now. We don't even have to do anything. He's coming right here right now. As the Astros got off early and never looked back. And so we'll get... Alex on in here with us after a rousing game four win to even this series at two games apiece. <laughs> Jeez. What's up, man? Great to see you again. I know how you're doing. Yeah, you're doing well. Oh, boy. Poppy, are we translating today? There's no translating. I translate for you today. <laughs> yeah. Hey, these guys translated for Jordan yesterday, and Alex asked a question in Spanish, and he translated the question in English. I was like, no, that's not how it's supposed to go. The opposite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are obviously comfortable here. I mean, your offensive production, this park this year has been unreal. Is is it something about it that you it just fits for you? I have no idea. Um, to be honest, we're... We're just uh, we're competing and we're trying to win as many pitches as we can in the postseason when you're playing against a great ball club like them. Uh, you got to take it one at a time and one pitch at a time. And I think our offense has done a better job the last two days of uh, passing the torch to the next guy, uh, putting together tougher at bats. And um, hopefully we can keep that going. Alex, you look specially locked in. You look locked in every October. But today I saw you hone in. We were all talking in the green room. What is it about you driving to the park? Tell the fans at home, what, what are your thought processes as you walk into game four like today? Yeah, um, obviously, we know we're playing a, a good team with a great pitcher. And uh, just, uh, it's, stand up, stand up. it's just, it's fun. Stand up, stand up, stand up. I'm living, I'm living out my, uh, I'm living out my dream playing in the postseason. This is uh, what it's all about. This is why we play the game. So um, you're thinking, of, you're thinking about postseason, uh, you're thinking about postseason baseball every single second of every single day in the month of October. So I'm just happy to be a part of a winning ball club. Can I just uh, say how impressive that was. Mid-sentence, you get a chair adjustment. <laughs> and you don't even stop. You just continue. That was so, I mean, that's He's a going. TV veteran He's right there. He's got a future. Maybe, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Professional. <laughs> hey, Alex, you know that you are one of our favorites. We've been coming to Houston for the past seven years. So great, man, and she's so cool. I mean, we love having you in the set. Yesterday, I was telling the guys, I mean, the day before yesterday, first game, I was telling the guy, man, they are down two and all, but their body language, they don't look worried at all. And then all of a sudden, you got to pull this next two game here. What it's all about with y'all? You got, you got to show no pressure. Well, I think uh, I think this team ha this team's been punched in the mouth a lot over the last seven years, um, and when you're playing against a great ball club like them, you you expect uh, it to be challenging and tough. And um, we show up every single day to the ballpark, try and work our tail off, and um, compete at the uh, compete. And uh, I think the guys do a good job of kind of being relaxed, but also being intense and focused. And um, it's it's fun. It's a fun group to be a part of. I tell you, we we talked to Altuve the other day. I asked him, is there someone in the particular in the clubhouse that speaks up in times when you guys are struggling? The first person he brought up was you. How comfortable are you in these situations, in these playoff games, regardless if you guys are up in a series or behind in the series? Because you can never tell. He always talks about body language. You can never tell from your facial expressions whether you guys are doing good or bad. Yeah, I think um, 
I think the just the guys that we've been fortunate enough to play with and um, learn from um, when we were younger players uh, taught us just to kind of stay in the moment and try and be who you are. Don't try and get outside of yourself. Do what got you here. And uh, I think a lot of most of the guys here are just are super comfortable uh, when the pressure's on. And, and you, you see that. Uh, you see that last year with Pena when he gets called up to the big leagues. He didn't even blink when the postseason hit. He was he was just, hey, normal game, let's go get it, let's get after it. And nobody changes their routine before the game. Everybody has the same routine that they have day one of spring training. So, I think uh, I think a good thing is a steady heartbeat in that clubhouse. And uh, we were fortunate enough to play with great teammates before that taught us that. I tell you, it's a it's a testament to you. I mean, because you you are the leader of the team. Guys look to you. Young guys look up to you when they come here, and 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 you know the way you handle yourself, you can tell rubs off on the players that come through the organization. So you're fun to watch, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. I, I wanted to get game specific here. You guys got the early lead. Obviously, you were a big part of that, and then they come back and tie it. And you know, Alvarez looked like a grand slam. So they're probably thinking, okay, we got we got away with one run, and then it just felt like Abreu's home run kind of stole their soul. That was a monster hit at the time. Yeah, well, they both picked me up. Um, I didn't come through uh, with nobody on, in the, and the base is loaded right there. And um, fortunate, fortunate enough, Alvarez uh, comes up right after, puts together a heck of a battle of an at bat, and then Abreu squares that ball up, like you said, and it gave us a, it gave us a really good lead. And um, our pitchers did a great job right after of pounding the strike zone, um, putting together shutdown innings, and that's what you need in the postseason. When you when you score, you need shutdown innings, and uh, I thought our guys coming out of the bullpen did a heck of a job today. Um, before you go, I, I I know how much of a fan you are of number two, so we figure why don't we go take a picture? Come on, man! Come on! <laughs> Come on! Get over here! Perfect. Number two for number two. Take a good one, Poppy. There you go. <laughs> I'm available for wedding, too, if you need me. Go <laughs> get him out. <laughs> nice work. Good to see you again, man. Alex Bregman, a big start for the My Astros. Dog. He had the big two RBI triple in the first inning. They got Houston going. That is uh, that's a pretty cool moment. And, Derek, I know, obviously, we know what a fan he is of yours. We're in number two. And, and for you to say that to him about his leadership, has got to mean a lot, and you've seen it on display. Well, I mean, you you guys said it before. I even got to the postseason. You always seem to seem to end up in Houston. So I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. You know, we talked about it before the game. I I thought Texas was going to win this game. You know, you two were right with Houston. Now we have a series, and I tell you what, I think tomorrow is the biggest game. Obviously, it's tied two two, but sure. Now it's turned to Texas has to win. Five. Yeah, guys, look, it's the best of three now, right? It's getting really, really exciting. These are the two best teams in the American League, and this is a heavyweight battle. We knew that. It doesn't matter who starts 2-0 or 0-2. Now we're 2-2. But the story for me, fellas, of today is you cannot let a thin and weak bullpen get 40 outs in two games. And between Scherzer and Heaney today, only four and two-thirds between two games. It's unsustainable now. What's beautiful about the Astros is even though they didn't pitch a great game starting pitching, because they opened up the game, they have Verlander and Valdez and arrested Neris, Abreu, and Presley ready to go. 
I, I think their offense, it's like the, the Bear woke up out of hibernation, right? For the first couple games, they couldn't get by a hit with runners in score position. And when Derek, you said it before game three. Well, it's not going to be one guy. It's got to be everybody. It's everybody, Poppy. Absolutely. I mean, like you said before, we've been coming to Houston so many years. And sometimes I feel like what I see just recycling on my brain over and over and over because I've been watching these guys in this situation many times and they know how to figure it out. I mean, 8 for 16 we run in a scoring position when you are down 2 to 1. I mean, this team know how to manage themselves during the playoff. Their body language is perfect for this time of the year. I tell you, they might as well try anything. I mean, look, Texas tried to open the roof. You might as well pull the, pull the fire alarms at the hotel tonight to get them up. You know what I mean? You do something with their room service, with the food, give them food poisoning. You got to try anything because now you got to win a game. Food poisoning? Hey, I, hey they Michael Jordan type they of thing? They try yeah. that in Boston. <laughs> Pizzeria in Utah. Now, you think I'm playing, though. We used to stay in Boston. Al, I think you were there. And we'd, we'd play in the playoffs, and we'd have fire alarms go off. In our hotel in the middle of the night. Yeah, and, I know somebody was doing. And it. the air conditioning don't work. Yeah, you try it all the night. Careful buddy. with the room service. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. No one wants to win in their home park. It's unbelievable. It's the road team has won every single game in this series. Uh, Jose Abreu hit an absolute bomb. We saw him when we were talking to Alex Bregman. Why don't we hear from him? He's with Tom Verducci. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. I'm with Jen Loy Herrera and Jose Abreu. Jose, do you want to talk about your stolen base or your home run? Let's talk about the home run. A huge hit in the game. You fell behind 0-2. He went after you, challenged you with fastballs. You got one out of the park. Tell me about the pitch sequence and the pitch that you got. Ese turno caíste por debajo 0 y 2 y él te desafió con varias retas y puede hablar a él sobre la secuencia de los picheos de lo que te dio. Bueno, yo lo único que que te puedo hablar es que el momento necesitaba un de un gran swing. Créame que lo que fui a hacer ese mejor swing mío yo creo que gracias a Dios el, el picheo estaba en el lugar adecuado y salió jorrón. You know, I think, I think the only thing that I can tell you is that I went up there, I needed a great swing. Thankfully, the pitch was where I wanted it to be, and that great swing, we were able to get that result. And finally, Jose, you had a great September. You've carried into the postseason. What clicked for you late in the year? ¿Qué hizo click para ti al fin del año? Que entendí que el, Dios sabe por qué hace las cosas. Si al principio del año no fue la mejor, créame que... Nunca me, me, me di por vencido y tuve, y tuve que hacer cosas más grandes para estar en la mejor posición para competir como, con este equipo. You know, I think that God does what he does for a reason. Maybe I didn't get the results that I wanted at the beginning of the year, but maybe at, towards the end of the second half, that's what happened. I, need, I knew that I wasn't going to give up. I was going to continue working hard and battling, and thankfully you're here. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow and maybe another stolen base. Okay, maybe. <laughs> Thank you so much. Back to you, KB. I appreciate it, Tom and Jose, and we have Brayu bringing the boom indeed. Derek, I know you're a big fan of exit velocity. It's uh, it's showing up. Uh, look, that was that was no joke. Uh, that that hit was just just kind of took the air out of the whole thing. You know, they they, they kind of clawed their way back. Down three nothing early, make it three three, and and then okay, Alvarez misses by a foot, and then that you're like, oh boy. Well, the thing is, Kevin, you asked us, how do you get Alvarez out? And when you get a guy like Abreu, who was great in September, he led the major leagues in RBIs, he's had a big time postseason, checked in again today. It's impossible to deal with Alvarez, but look, this doesn't happen for coincidence, fellas. This guy gets here because Jim Crane, the owner, along with Reggie Jackson and Jeff Bagwell, his baseball people. 
go out and target him, bring him, and he fits this team like a glove. And he's beautiful to watch. And every one of the single guys, they're so humble. They never use the word I. is always we. Absolutely. And getting out of the right time, it worked perfectly for them. But I, I had to say this. We all know that hitting is contagious, just like when everybody gets in the salon, it's contagious also. I was about to ask Alex Bregman, having those monsters hitting behind him, I'm pretty sure that makes him feel more comfortable. His confidence level goes to another level so he can heat up and start hitting like he has lately. You know what I'm saying? When you have great hitters around you, you do nothing but learn. Papi, I got a question for you. Go oh, ahead. Hey. Because this is important. And Derek, for you too, but you've been talking about body language, mm -hmm. you know, for about two weeks now. What body language read did you get on the Rangers after getting hit in the mouth twice? To be honest with you, it's easy to read someone's body language when you are winning, when you are up. The thing is that when you come home and you perform like they had the past couple of days, everybody got a little quiet. Different of the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros, they don't show most, a lot of emotions because they kind of like, I don't know how they keep the flow through, throughout everybody. I guess they get that coolness from my man Dusty Baker, you know, the coolest man on earth. You know what I'm saying? But it's a different body language. You look at both those guys and you will know that they're pressuring one and the other one is so relaxed. That's I, what I mean. I tell you, the only person's body language that matters tomorrow for Texas, or I should say the most important person, is Montgomery. Mm. Because he's the one that's responsible for shutting down this offense that just got hot at the wrong time for the Texas Rangers. Um, Texas has swung the bats well, right? But I don't, I don't think you can expect them to come out and score 11 runs to win a game. Jordan Montgomery's going to have to shut them down. He's going to have to go deep into the game. To your point, you can't keep relying on this bullpen to get this many outs in the yeah. postseason. It's just not sustainable. So we'll see what the body language is tomorrow, but it's 2-2. Mm -hmm. It's all even. Now it's best two out of three. They had the same record in the regular season. Here we sit. And, and Derek, we talked a little bit about Heaney was really good this year against this lineup. Yeah. How, however, the fifth time is harder. The challenge that Montgomery will have today, he is the right man at the right time, but this is the second time in just four days that this team will see him. It'll be interesting how he reacts, and the first inning pop is going to be indicative. Yeah, but I'm going to ask you a question now. You know that the Houston Astros mojo is out there. If you are in the, in the clubhouse, mm -hmm. what would you tell Montgomery to, for tomorrow after you see all these guys in the way they have the past couple of days? If you're the pitching coach? Don't matter. Be careful. <laughs> now, he, he, Line yourself up Bobby, the right he, way. Here's what I will tell him in all seriousness is, number one, you got to make sure you're ready to go that first inning. We cannot allow a crooked number. The last two days, it's been four runs, three runs. you, you got to get that first inning. Get, get your team and let your team play ahead again because the Rangers for two games now have been playing from behind. You're right. They need to get out to a lead. I mean, it's tough to come back when you have an offense like Houston Astros that keep piling on. They don't stop. It's every inning they're coming after you. You can't continue to chase them. Mm. And, and they don't throw at bats away, Kevin. No, no doubt. How about this? Home team hasn't had a lead for a single second in this series. Wow. I don't, under, I don't understand. I just, I still, I still, I don't understand. And that's what makes baseball the greatest game in the world. You play 100 years. We've never seen it. 
show up tomorrow. Maybe we mm. move to a neutral site for the last three games. <laughs> Just see what happens. Why not? I mean, Miami, Miami, for sure. Let's do it. All right, we got a lot more to do as the postgame show rolls on. A dramatic finish in the NLCS, and maybe those Diamondbacks aren't exactly dead just yet. We'll get the highlights from Philly and Arizona and discuss that one when we come back. We'll hear from Rangers manager Bruce Bochy next as the Rangers are up 2-0 after the trip to Houston. And now the Astros come to Arlington, and they've tied the series at 2. Oh, great photo. Poppy, I hope you took a good one. Bregman and Cheater, that one's going on the wall. And on X, also, I would like to go on record that if I ever get married, I'll be the first to hire Big Poppy as my photographer. <laughs> it's going to be expensive. I'm available for wedding. Check it out. You know Check what? it out, baby. It's a good picture. Hey, I'm good at everything. I mean, <laughs> congrats. You are. You are. There you go. Back after this, baby. I always like my chances with this club. You know, they battled all year. Hey, we're playing a, a good team. Nobody thought this was going to be easy. I, and, you know, we have been in, uh, you know, this kind of situation where we have to bounce back, and that's what we need to do. Uh, they have played very well in this ballpark. We need to change that. We know it, but it's all going to be up to us pitching better and uh, scoring some runs. But certainly is true, Bruce. And then the Astros at Globe Life, uh, they're just, they've owned this place. They're 8-1. They're averaging nine, run, nine runs a game. They've hit 26 home runs. And Jose Altuve has nine home runs in nine games played here. Think about that. Dusty Baker feeling pretty good about his team winning on the road seemingly every night. I don't know, man. I mean, they keep asking me that same question. I got the same answer. I don't know. Um, I know our guys, you know, see the ball well here. And, uh, you know, the ball carries here. I mean, I think it carries better here, even though the dimensions are probably larger here than in our ballpark. And, uh, you know, just some ballparks you like hitting in and some ballparks you don't. I have a question. It's Texas. I feel like they get things done here. Is there any way overnight they just put a big Minute Maid Park sign outside <laughs> and maybe change the vibe? Does that work? I, I don't know. Maybe they do, Kevin. But I will tell you, I don't know about you guys, but listening to Dusty Baker and Bruce Bochy, I mean, these are two guys I would have loved to have played for. Hmm. They're just calm. By the way, you look at the interview, you don't know who won or lost. That's right. That's what experience does. They're not worried about all this iPad stuff. They're, they know it's a seven-game series is the best of to win four. Sure. And it's just a pleasure to listen to them and watch them manage. And I thought Bruce Bochy had a great moment today. Mm -hmm. By pulling Heaney early, he allowed his team to come back 3-3, 25 outs from the bullpen, just too much to handle and to match. But I thought Bochy had a good game as well. Your favorite thing to talk about is the movement that the front office always made. Mm -hmm. There's not a better guy in, in this situation to handle the business than Bruce Bochy. He mm -hmm. know how to... He know how to handle this, this this situation right here. He been there before. He's aggressive. He believe on his player, and he's the perfect guy to continue building their confidence so they can come back tomorrow and fight back. The best part of the interview was was Dusty saying, "I don't know." <laughs> I mean, seriously. You sometimes you just can't figure things out, and and there's no explanation for how Houston has played at home this entire season and how they have dominated the Texas Rangers, who have the best offense in the league. You just can't explain it. So you don't want to explain it, at least not till you get back home. So mm -hmm. you want, if you're Dusty, you want your team to come out 
not think about it, just keep playing how they've been playing here, and then regroup before you go back they, home. They, there's a confidence there, though. I mean, right, at least for Houston and the fact that they have produced so well here at this point, that's enough of a sample size. They've got to be confident hitting here. Oh, no question. Oh, they're confident. Doesn't make a difference. Roof open, roof closed. Regular season, postseason, does not make a difference because they are playing here like most teams play at home. You know, they're talk, they're, they're not talking about it, though. They're, they have a quiet yeah. confidence. They're very humble. They talk about we, not I. But their performance and their body language and the way they're playing in this ball. The question for the Astros is, can they hold road field advantage? I don't think I ever would say that. But that's the truth. Can they hold road field advantage? And that's where we're at right now. It's the 2019 World Series I mean, between yeah. Houston Washington. and Washington. Yeah. The road team won every single game. So we have seen it before in recent history. It's just odd. Absolutely. You play in the old stadium. Yeah. The ball carry pretty well over there. Yeah. Like I'm not surprised the way the way the ball carry right here. We are indoor. Okay. They open the roof and it feels just like the old stadium when it comes down for the ball to carry. So when, as a player, Kevin, when you know that you're gonna go to play into a field that you know that you got chances, you, you always go aggressive. You always go out there swinging like they, these guys are. They know how good they hit at this stadium right here. They know that, and that's a good feeling for the player. There's certain parks you go to that you love hitting in on the road, right? Most teams like to hit at home. However, there's parks you go to where you feel extremely comfortable. What was yours, Derek? Anaheim. Yeah. Loved hitting in Anaheim, besides Yankee Stadium. Yeah. And these guys are as comfortable here. I, I don't know if they see the ball. I have, obviously, we never played here. Yeah. They see the ball here. Um, but everyone, I, I just I can't explain. I can't ask me. Can't explain. I already well, know yeah. the answer. <laughs> that would be a rhetorical yeah. question, Poppy. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been about ten minutes since we talked about 2004. Yeah. Maybe we should go that way. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see that documentary again. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, game five back here tomorrow. We're beginning with the pregame show at 4 o'clock Eastern. Sleep fast, Poppy. Sleep fast. Game 5, pivotal tomorrow here in Arlington. When we come back, the NLCS with the Snakes stay alive against the Phillies. Oh, yes, they would. Drama in the NL. Back to talk about it after this. Here's his manager, Tori Lovello, on what Marte means to this team. He's just got an unbelievable heartbeat. Um, he loves he loves to be in that moment, and you know, uh, he he is one of our best players for a reason. And um, I thought the whole the key to that at, that that inning was was Perdomo walking and handing it off to Cattell. Um, but Cattell thrives in that situation. Um, he just has a heart of a lion. He wants to get the job done and and be the main guy to help his team win a baseball game. Yeah, I mean, it's just a walk-off, and Alex mentioned the first time since Louis Gonzalez. And you look at these Phillies, interesting. Big runs at home. Welcome to the show. There you go. <laughs> oh, 04. Yeah, bring up yeah, Louis Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Let's just bring up <laughs> every single time we lost. <laughs> I appreciate it. You guys were in the playoffs all the time. It's unbelievable. That's, that's right. You're in the playoffs you every year. You win some, you lose some, Cap. Hey, so the Phillies offense, uh, which dominated Citizens Bank Park, uh, a little quiet out in Arizona. A little quiet, you know, but that's okay. You know, they pitch really well. Arizona's got to go back to playing their game, which is pitching defense. They've made a couple base running mistakes. they got to be a little bit more aggressive. I like aggressive. <laughs> the only way you're going to be Phillies, you got to go out and push the envelope a little bit. The challenge for Arizona, and there's a theme that we see here postseason in and postseason out, is starting pitching. And tomorrow Arizona has a starter. The question is, how do you hold this offense back, the best offense of baseball, 
27 outs from a bullpen is hard to do. Well, you had the rookie performing at the highest level tonight, and he figured one thing out. You cannot stay on a strike zone against a team like the Philadelphia Phillips. They are aggressive. They know how to attack the strike zone, and they drive the ball out of the, out of the ballpark better than anybody I have ever seen. So he just stay away out of the strike zone with this guy, and that's why he was so successful tonight. Well, it's simple. I mean, they won because they pitched. Yeah. That performance there, I mean, that shut that team down, and, and that's not going to happen too often. I think from this point moving forward, they're going to have to score some runs. They're going to have to score more than two runs to beat Philly. They're so good with the running game. They finally had a stolen base today. They hadn't had one in the series. They're trying to get runners on and, and get in motion. That's what makes them so good. But a bullpen game, guys, in game four for Arizona, that'll be a test against that Phillies lineup. So 2-1 Philly with that series lead there. In our series, the ALCS, guess what? We're all tied up. 2-2. We move to a game five tomorrow. It'll be a big one here in Arlington. And we look forward to bringing it to you. Onyx, Big Poppy really have been supporting the Astros so much and I love it. <laughs> My boys, they take me out to eat and they pay. What a bell. <laughs> <laughs>
I love it. Poppy, uh, who, I smell like it for the week after. Fly Buster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that feels like the end of the show. Yeah. It does, uh, doesn't it? Good night. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. Hey, Cap, are you ready to quit, man? See you tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> hey, tomorrow, 3 o'clock Eastern. That's our coverage. We will see you tomorrow. See you when I see you.